Hey, this is High Pitch Eric, and you're listening to the Sausage Hub Podcast with Johnny Chilbasa. Yeah, yeah, who else we got out there? This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Chilbasa. Yeah, that's right. God damn it. Past the halfway mark. Heading to your fantasy football playoffs in the Sausage Hut Podcast. I'm Johnny Kobasa. You might have heard me on the radio making cheeseburger jokes. You might have seen me on Twitter because I'm Johnny Kobasa. You might have seen me on Instagram because I'm Johnny Kobasa Rocks. And you might have seen me right here. Fantasy football ferocity for week number nine. In the big week 10, whatever the fuck, I always mess that up. I don't care what week it is because I'm going to win my game because I know what to do. Because I listen to the right people and you're listening to the right people right now. And at the high top of the mountain of the right people is the commissioner of all of America. The commissioner of all things that are good. He's the one that told you you should have picked up that dude from New England. Who all oh, he came up a yard short from winning in my game, but ha ha ha, he came pretty close. Look good. Who could it be? Mission. Mission. I would like to for this America and everyone feel the love right here. You are listening to the fantasy football ferocity with Johnny Kielbasa. That's me, bro. And I'm Mishy, and I'm here for the laughs and the entertainment portion of the program. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mr. Kielbasa, week 10. Week 10, I have to put a seatbelt on. I'm so excited. Week 10. It's, it's, it's make or break time. It is adjustment time. It is COVID time. It is injury time. It is bye week time. And it is bye time. I ask you for a few favors, Mr. Kielbasa. Do you mind if I ask you for a few favors? Sure. Sure, sure. Mr. Kielbasa, favorite number one. Yeah. Is there a football minute in my immediate future? There's a football minute in your immediate present mission. Yeah. Here we go. Week eight. Nine. Week nine in the NFL. We don't know who to believe. We can college moonlight through the pines. Week in America. Your Savannah State Boo Dogs hung it up for another year. No one likes watching Florida win. Just goes to show you that a little cocktail party ain't as good as a big cocktail party. Your downtown Panthers got down with the rebound and set a school record for points scored in the first half of a game, but they're still bringing up the caboose in the mighty Sun Belt East. Your Magic City Dirty Birds can barely hold a lead, but they're the best three and six team in the NFC. Take back everything you said about Matty Ice. Ten and six starts today. Notre Dame beat Clemson and double OT. I wish both teams could have lost. The Mid-American Conference returned to action. Whoopity-doo-dah. Pittsburgh's 8-0. Whoopity-doo-dah. Tom Brady got his worst butt-kicking ever. Whoopity-doo-dah. Michigan still sucks. Whoopity-doo-dah. Mark Aram's New York football giants kind of like, looked like a football team when they beat the Washington football team. They're still only two games off the pace in the NFC least. And Monday night, in case you needed an extra reason to dislike New York and Boston, the Jets and Patriots were a combined 2-13 and 13 on that Monday night shootout. Get everything you need right here, Michi. Fantasy football. Fantasy football-wise, pro football-wise, college football-wise, all in one minute, Mr. Kabasa. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you. Thank you. May I, may I, Mr. Kabasa, make my second request? Sure. Is there a chance that I can speak to? Is there a butcher block where I can watch things get sliced and diced? Is those things available to me 
Mr. Kilbasa. Uh, only if you give me one of them big gongs that you got sitting on your lap there, Big Daddy. Well, I'll tell you what. If you want one, two, or three to summon the greatness that is the push. I think we need all three of them tonight. Hello? Hello. All right, the champ is in the house. The champ is here. The butcher. Hello, butcher. The vegetarian butcher. And we're not going to mess around. We're going to get right into everybody's favorite segment of the week right now. Let's get into it. The butcher block. Okay, I'm going to keep this brief and short. My first thing is I owe Mr. Drew Brees an apology. Oh. I, I I thought you were done. I thought you were getting old, winning the ball down the field. I am wrong. I am wrong, and you beat my ass in fantasy football last week. So I apologize to Mr. Drew Brees, which had four touchdowns in what? Over 200 yards passing, something 223. So, my apologies to Mr. Drew Bates. Um, moving on to this week, considering I'm still in the basement in uh, Kilbasa's League and I don't see any glimmer of hope in that. Philip um, Rivers is my other quarterback that I wanted to talk about. Tomorrow night's game against Tennessee. I think he's actually going to have a good game. Unlike last week, he was on my bench with a fabulous seven points. So here's looking to Philip Rivers tomorrow to save the vegetarian butchers from despair. (laughs) I'm hanging in there in the one league. I have been in the dumpster in... uh, the dumpster basement fire of Kielbasa's league pretty much I the think whole it, season. I think that Kielbasa league is rigged, Butcher. What do you think? There's something. Oh. There, you got, we got to get some math accounting in there or something. I don't know. And even when I'm projected to win like by an astronomical amount, the people I'm playing against have the best game that they've had ever. And between injuries and COVID, yeah, yeah pretty much sucking. So that's all yeah. I have to say. There it is, putting it on the block and chopping it up for you. The butcher, the vegetarian butcher. Way to go with the butcher block. Everybody likes the butcher block because it's fast and it's wrapped up in butcher paper, and that's how we like to do it. And the sausage hut. Yeah. You like the brown butcher paper. I love it. I know you do. <laughs> Because you always know something good's on the inside of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Butcher, you had some good news with your Denver Broncos last weekend playing another exciting yes. second half of football. Yes, they actually showed up and played. I was pleasantly surprised. You, know, so, you, win, eight more, you win eight more games in your playoff team. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sorry I had to be against the Falcons, but, you know, you take it where you can get it. You got ball games to play. You got ball games to win. This week in fantasy football, Butcher, week 10, 
who is your big surprise player this week or who is going to be the big, you know, who's going to be, uh, you know, Aaron Jones, who's going to be Delvin Cook this week in fantasy football? Who's going to be the guy who, who crushes my spirit by having the best game of the week? Better be Derek fucking Henry. That's what <laughs> <laughs> I got one gong for Derek Henry. Here we go. <laughs> Butcher, there is hope around the horizon. We have, um, I know we have a short amount of time because you're a busy person, and we are going to send you the highlights so you can help and check and make sure you get the best fantasy football team possible to win in in week 10, Butcher, because you're the champ and it's time to put the ship to right. (laughs) <laughs> and not everyone is as lucky as Mr. Kilbasa. And if you have a minute, Butcher, I'd like to ask Mr. Kilbasa to give us his fantasy football highlight for week nine. And just listen to the joy, because on the flip side is me and you with the heartache. Mr. Kilbasa, <laughs> can you tell me about your week in fantasy football, please? Uh, it went down to the wire Monday night, nail biter. And the guy I played, the true believer, Papa Shot was going down to the fourth quarter, and as Mishy told him, he picked up that dude from New England, the uh, 17th string running back that they had. What's his name, Mishy? <laughs> the guy who broke his ribs on the play you're about to describe. Go yeah, ahead, Damian Harris. Damian Harris was looking I good. The, the, the true believer needed about seven or eight points to tie it up with Johnny K, and he was going, going well, had about 70 yards, and decided that they were going to tie it up. Right, right at the fourth quarter, as the the Patriot, yeah, the Patriots are driving down the field. Damian Harris gets a nice uh, little nine yard run that would actually have put him put the true believer one point ahead of me to win the game, but there was a holding penalty and the the yards came back, so we remained tied. And oh, sorry about your luck, you got hurt and missed the rest of the game, so we ended up tying, <laughs> and I won on bench points. <laughs> Thank oh. you, bench points. Butcher, have a, I, I would say to you, what one of your favorite bearded quarterbacks was the difference maker. Who do you think won the game for Mr. Kielbasa last week there? Hmm, who would that be? I don't know. The, the man I apologize to weekly, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yep. I'll tell you you what, I was watching that Jet game, Mr. Kilbasa, and I was watching your game, and I'm thinking to myself, here it is, here it is, I'm ready to phone Believe Land, because he was the winner there, and I wasn't going to bust your chops, and then I turn around and see the flag and the play come back, and I said, you know, my Jets suck, I don't care about anything, it's about 11.30 at night, shazam, and I'm just going to not, I'm not going to go out on a limb here with anyone, and I turn around, I turn around and my phone is ringing and it's, I could feel the power of the beat of the dance that Mr. Kibasa was doing. <laughs> and he goes, Mishy, I know you're paying attention, Mishy. How about that? Are you sure those bench points are going to be mine? And I said, I'll double check because we had a problem uh, with some of the settings. And as it turns out, NFL.com, he disappointed us again because although the settings were correct, right now, Mr. Kibasa, your game is officially a tie. Oh, is it? Until I... Until I go in there correctly, oh. finally, it's like three days later, until I go in there and make sure the buttons are correct. You will get your W, Mr. Kilbasa. Thank but, you. Because that's the uh, spirit of the rules, not the mistaken buttons that Nishi tends to press on occasion. So, Butcher, the heartache and the ecstasy. 
you and I are heartbreaking, heartbroken, down in the dumps, and we got a man on the other side of the line probably still doing a happy dance. And that's the nature of fantasy football. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. A but your Jets had, uh, had their moments. I have to say, I was, I was Shocked? surprised. Yes. <laughs> I almost spit my beverage all out. Were, were you more surprised how poor the Patriots played or how well the Jets played? Um, how well the Jets played, actually. <laughs> Thank you. You're so nice to me. The holidays must be coming. How well they played there. for three quarters. Yep. Until the call came down from the GM's room and said, "Look, man, we're we're gonna we're gonna cop out and we're going for you know zero wins so we can get the hot hot shot quarterback." Will you have Joe Flacco make a couple mistakes, please? And sure enough, sure, sure enough. enough. Oh man, there he didn't go. disappoint. Either. Adam Gase must go. Adam Gase must go. Butcher, you got an extra minute, or you got to get back to your busyness? I got a minute for you. Can we talk about one, Mr. Kibasa, can we talk about one of the great robberies in pro football? The Raiders are playing the Denver Broncos. Of course we can. Butcher, three and five versus five and three. In eight more games, you're 11 and five. Don't say you heard it here first, America, because you heard it here first, America. What do the Denver Broncos have to do this week to beat the Open Raiders in an old AFL classic NFL football game? What does Denver have to do this week to win? And who's my fantasy love going to be with? Hmm. I think Fant's going to have a good game. Again? He He needs to have a good game, yes. Um, hmm. which are the two That's running backs which of the two running backs is going to give us the most love and touchdowns I think your your boy uh, Jerry Judy who you're always high on is mm. going to have a really good game he's, been, he's come out and played some nice pro football these last yeah. couple weeks and Drew Locke is the second half quarterback if we ever see one are we going to see 25 fantasy points from Drew Locke this weekend uh, Butcher yeah uh, yes, yes, sure, yes. Okay. Wow. Um, out of out of uh, Melvin Gordon and his uh, counterpart at running back, who is the touchdown maker for the uh, for the Denver Broncos? Is it going to be Lindsey or is it going to be Gordon? Which way are we going here? Because that's a tough choice. I think it's going to be Gordon. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I wouldn't rule Kil- out, but I think it's going to be Gordon. Mr. Kilbasa, what do the Raiders have to do to win this game against Denver? Or in your mind, do they even have a chance? As we all know, we had to hit Darren Waller up the seam. You got to set it up with the run. You got to make sure your quarterback doesn't lose the game for you. Keep pounding. Keep hitting the tight end. Score some points and win the game and get out of there. Because you can throw the records out the window with this heated rivalry. (laughs) Heated rivalry, dude. You know, the Raiders can't stop a running back. And I would think that in this game where Denver tries to establish the run, they're going to be able to. And as a consequence, Butcher, we might be looking at one very exciting 38-35 old-style football game. Well, and, this is our uh, first meeting, so yes, absolutely. You know, and and when Denver wins this game, you write it down, four and five, on their way to uh, making a push for the extra playoff spot. 
Do you think that's uh do you think that uh, the win is in the cards this weekend, Butcher? Or do you kind of you hedge in your bet and want to wait and see? Let them prove it. No, they're winning against the Raiders. Sorry. Wow. America. America, get your crowns out, call your bookie. It's on Fant. It's on the quarterback. It's on I think you said Mr. Gordon is the running back and Jerry yep. Judy showing up. There's a lot of fantasy love right there. And uh, Mr. Kabasa, the tight end from the Vegas Raiders is about the only trusting fantasy option you have right about now. Is that not correct? That's correct. So based on the fantasy football love, we're all, uh, I think we're all going to look for the Denver Broncos to take care of business. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> and we're going to put some, uh, we're going to put something down on this. Cause I ain't buying what either of you two are trying to sell me. So why am I not surprised? <laughs> So where is this game at? Is this in Vegas? It is in Vegas. All right. Yes. So we're going for the biggest buffet in town. They've I thought got- that was all nine. I, I thought that was always nine ninety nine. What is the deal? Oh no, the bacchanal is you know, what? It, it, I think it's seventy five bucks. Yeah, the bacchanal. Yep. yep. Loser buys hey, what bacchanal. They, what do they serve there? What don't they serve there? Okay. Okay. Yeah. You see, I've been, I've been, I've been kicked out of Houston, and as a consequence, Las Vegas has put me on their no-fly zone list. So I haven't really been allowed. So we're gonna have to sneak me in for this one, guys. We'll put the mustache and the overcoat and the hat on you. Nobody will know. Yeah, nobody will know. <laughs> no, no one will know. Mishy just walks like Mishy and talks like Mishy and has the mannerisms of of an erratic individual, and no one's gonna know. It won't be no the first time you've know. beaten the facial recognition software. That's true, too. That's true, too. That's very true. All right, fantastic. I'm up for that bet. And what else are we going to add to it? How about $300 in chips at your favorite casino after the meal? Okay. Okay. What color are $100 chips? Uh, I don't know. I very rarely see them. (laughs) (laughs) Me, too. I forgot. I haven't been, you know, again, I'm not allowed to go, but I'll figure them out when they get there and I'll throw three of them at you. $300 in chips. All right. So I'm doubling up my bet. So 300 for each of you if Denver wins and then I get 600 in chips and Bacchanal. And I'm not going to leave Bacchanal until they make me leave. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to eat my weight worth of food. I don't care. I'm going to need a barf bucket because if I'm just going (laughs) to evacuate and start over. Life of Brian, part three. The life of Kilbasa. Give me a wafer thin mint and make me explode, baby. (laughs) You are. It it ain't happening because Denver is a team on ascension. Drew Locke is a better quarterback this week than he was last week. And he has been very good the last two weeks. Butcher, our fantasy teams uh, might be scuffling, but at least one of our professional teams is looking up. And... That's not a bad thing. There's a little solace in there. Not a lot, but a little solace in there. And when we get that nice meal and chips from Mr. Kilbasa, we'll have a great weekend. Butcher, that's fantastic. We're going to take you down, Mr. Kilbasa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I uh, hope so. But that's the Vegas-Denver Broncos game. Butcher, always a pleasure getting you on the block blocking and tackling all over vegas we always have a good time in vegas and we're gonna have another good time this weekend all right we will see you next week butch 
Vegetarian. Good luck in your games, Butcher. Good luck in your games, Butcher. Make it happen. All right, good. Goodbye. There she goes, the vegetarian butcher weighing in on the hottest topics in fantasy football and life. We love it when she comes around, Michigan. We're always starry-eyed and novelly need when she leaves. I have my my, my crayon is still in my right hand, so that's all you need to know. Yeah, that's all you need to know. I take notes. I'm a note taker. And here we are, Mishy. Hey, Mishy, I got a new addition to the family. What do you mean, Mr. Kielbasa? I got a brand new... I got a brand new keyboard, Mishy. And it's got 88 keys, and it's got about 680 different tones. It's going to be messing with tones. Have you played? Have you played the keyboard before in variations like that? Things. Can you lay some on it so you just want to intersperse this in the program? Give me a number between one and six hundred. Uh, four hundred eleven. Let's dial up tone number four hundred (laughs) eleven right here and see what we get. That's gonna give us uh spr saw pad let's see what that is oh that's a big 1980s style synth sound go Michi. and what's that uh what's that twitter number and et cetera, et cetera in case anyone wants to make any requests <laughs> mr kielbasa where can they do that for you you can hit me at johnny kielbasa dot or johnny kielbasa on twitter man at any time don't uh you know don't talk smack or i'll destroy you so you, you know pick a number between one and six hundred we'll, we'll, we'll lay it down for you. there you go and luckily tone number actually it's more than 600 and that's got this dial on it that I wish I could just punch in a number, but maybe I can. I'm still figuring it out. But 668, Mishy, is applause. Wow. So I can have applause whenever I want it. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I would almost ask that you uh, press that button as soon as I remind America. This is Yes, sir. His starting team versus the true believers starting team played to a tie. His main man, Aaron Rodgers, won him the game. On the bench. On the bench with bench. Let's play that applause for the brilliance. Because you know that's a strategy, Mr. Kibasa. When you've got games that move towards the playoffs, you have to be considerate of your bench points. And as the playoffs uh, keep on creeping a little closer... Um, I'll be making I'll be making sure that everyone's on point with that. And speaking of being on point, Mr. Kibasa, is there a three-minute lightning round in my future? Heck yeah, we're getting right to it. We're not messing around this week, are we? We're going right at it. Week ten, buddy. Week ten. We're here for a reason. We're here for the people, and the people need to know, and we need to share. And that's just the way it's got to be. That's right, everybody. We're heading right into the lightning round, the fastest 400 minutes in the space-time continuum. I know there's a lot of other people that tell you it's the fastest of this and it's the fastest that, but we got foot speed. They might have 
running in a straight line speed, but we're going to win the cone time every time, and we're also going to out-bench you. We're also going to out-squat you, and we're also out-snatching you every day of the week. I, uh, and this is where we I've go. done a little bit of I've done a little bit of training, Mr. Gabasa, and I can show you how I can show you how to run them cones and do those agility drills to make you a, a, a number one pick. That's the bottom line, and that's what we're here for. Let's be go. <laughs> Let's go. Michi will tell you how to lace up your shoes. He'll tell you how to Directly. run the cone drill, and he'll tell you how to run the big fast break. And right now, we're gonna start it off on the Thursday night classic. The Indianapolis Colts heading on down to Nash Vegas to see the Tennessee Titans. Colts at Titans, a battle of first the place. Uh, for first place in the AFC South, Michi. Let's talk about it for three minutes, starting uh, right now. Well, America, you all can appreciate the love that the Butcher threw on Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers was completely awful last week. Um, the Titans' defense was the number one defense in fantasy football last week. Jonathan Taylor lost his rookie status. He also lost his position on the team. He is now um, splitting time with a couple of injured running backs. That's how awful he is. T.Y. Hilton is alleged to come back. No love in the rest of the wide receiver group. No love in the tight end group. The only love for the Colts is their kicker. Rodrigo Blankenship. We like him. And uh, We like him a lot. And he missed a couple extra points a few weeks ago, and that was a blip on the radar. The Colts are in big trouble. And as far as fantasy football goes, I think I just laid the facts on the Colts. Avoid them. The butcher to- said otherwise. But I'm America's commissioner, and I didn't have the heart, Mr. Kielbasa, to chuckle. I didn't have the gumption to tell her she was wrong. I just let her express herself. But, America, I'm here to tell you, Philip Rivers, seven points last week. He'll be lucky to get ten points this week. The Colts are not beating a tough Tennessee Titan team. And the idea is that you got your starting running back on the Titans. Uh, you got a quarterback on the Titans. The defense on the Colts is a little bit better. This is going to be a rough and tumble football game, but I'm starting I'm starting Derrick Henry. There's no question. I'm starting A.J. Brown, who's turning into a machine. There is no question. Last week, we hedged the bet on Johnny Smith, Mr. Cabasa, and even though he put up some fantasy points, he's still underproducing. Um, I think this is a game for Derrick Henry to exert himself it's truly the stretch run, and this is where De- Derrick Henry earns his money. 150 yards, two touchdowns, mm. Derrick Henry. 150? Ryan, yes. He's a, he's a, this is where the beast becomes the bigger beast. He's consistent. Second half of the year, kind of, I'm driving this boat kind of guy. It must be the holiday season in the Henry house that does it for him because he turns it into a different gear. And this is Derrick Henry's gear. Ryan Tannehill is going to throw for 240. A.J. Brown's going to catch 80, perhaps a touchdown. Must start for A.J. Brown. I'm hedging the rest of my bets, everything in Tennessee, except that the Tennessee defense, which we said led the league in uh, fantasy scoring, is going to pick off Phillip Rivers one more time, going to take it to the house. There's your first defense fantasy defensive touchdown in the Tennessee Titans. 
and the Titans are going to take care of their business. This is not going to be close. Not going to be close. Tennessee is going to handle their business, Mr. Kibasa. So you're going to say that the old man Rivers isn't going to have the game that the Butcher thinks he is? Uh, he's going to have a game the opposite. I think the Butcher was pro Philip Rivers. Yeah. And I'm here to and I'm here to tell you that I'm, I'm I am not. Okay. You heard it here first, Mishy. You heard it here first, America, with Mishy telling you right at the buzzer. It's all we need to know about Thursday because the first game that we're going to talk about on Sunday afternoon is a rested up team from the banks of Lake Erie going to host an upstart young team from the... Deep in the heart of Texas, the Houston Texans heading up to Cleveland. The Browns and the Texans coming at you on Sunday afternoon, Michigan. Let's talk about it for maybe for three minutes. Let's try right now. All right, let's start with the health report. Duke Johnson's not healthy. Um, Let's talk more about the Texans. The Texans fired their public relations director today. Why? They fired the general uh, because she was not part of the new culture and the new culture on the Texans is just about as toxic as the old culture. They haven't had a GM in years. They fired their head coach and GM. There's a new owner for the last two or three years and the Texans are a mess. And America, I'm telling you, Deshaun Watson is so nice. They're going to ruin him. It's a terrible, terrible situation there in uh, Texas. And I don't mean to piss anybody off, but too damn bad. You guys are not the Jets, <laughs> but you guys are not the Jets, but you're you're veering very close. The Texans have won two games this year. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're tanking. It's they're not a very good football team. Deshaun Watson, twenty six fantasy football points last week. Was he a top five guy? No. Was he a top ten guy? No. Will Fuller. Scored a touchdown last week. Top 10 guy, yes. Very nice. That is the only love there. Watson to Fuller. Watson to Fuller all day long. And against the Cleveland Browns this week, coming off a bye, non-COVID, Baker Mayfield, thank you very much. Um, And Nick Chubb, I heard, was practicing. However, as far as Nick Chubb goes this week, I would hedge my bet. I don't think we're going to see a Christian McCaffrey sort of dominant performance first game back. I think they're going to really see where Nick Chubb stands because the Cleveland Browns are ready for a stretch run. Their W is on the board and ready to take. And they are going to take the W from um, from the Texans this week. It's as simple as that. Kareem Hunt, touchdown maker. Baker Mayfield, cool touchdowns. My question to you, Mr. Kilboss, yeah, yeah. which – which of the wide receivers for the Cleveland Browns are touchdown makers? Jarvis Landry and Hollywood Higgins. All right. All right. So that is two touchdowns there. There's, I think I got two touchdowns for Kareem Hunt. That's 28 points. The Texans team is so bad. I'm going to venture to say that there's a random touchdown in there somewhere in America. I'm giving it to the Cleveland Browns defense. Oh, there's your defensive touchdown of the week. There's another defensive touchdown. And the Cleveland Browns, in my opinion, Mr. Cabasa, are going to start playing a brand of defense that suits their 
uh, football team. And I look for Cleveland to shake, bake, and beat the bleeping Texas out of Houston this week. And you guys are well on your way to making a playoff run. And Houston is resetting like a handful of teams are in the national football league wow okay all right i hope you're right Mishu. that's for sure because i want the take your crayons to take your crayons out people i am america's commissioner for a reason thank you very much where are we going next mr gobasa let's get out of uh, the mistake by the lake and head <laughs> over to another giant mistake steak sandwich city the detroit steak sandwich city lions hosted the hapless Washington football team only a game or two off a game and a half off the pace in the NFC least and meanwhile the Detroit Lions are eh, they're stuck in the wrong part of town up there in the NFC North at 3-5 and five. but hey anything can happen in the NFC North well not really but we're going to talk about the Lions and the football team for three minutes starting now I'm pressing the button, and the Washington football team again, hashtag WTF, Washington team football. Please, I'm just going to keep saying it. The Washington football team now have another quarterback, and they've gone back to Alex Smith. <laughs> Excuse me. Alex Smith is a nice quarterback, but he is not fantasy-worthy. The guy we're looking for here is the machine known as Terry McLaurin, I believe from Ohio State. Go Buckeyes. And Mr. McLaurin. Mr. McLaurin is a really nice football player, the kind of wide receiver that you want. And in this game against Detroit, I am going to start Mr. McLaurin with confidence, touchdown maker. I am starting, although the world might think not to do this, but I'm checking the status of Antonio Gibson, the running back, and I am starting him with confidence, especially in the PPR leagues. Because as you know, Alex Smith is a dump-off champion, and his running backs catch a lot of balls. So for that reason, I'm liking Mr. Gibson, and I'm liking Mr. McLaurin. I don't have uh, the love that people would expect from Logan Thomas, and that may be a mistake on my part, and I'll learn from it. I expect a low-scoring game here for some odd reason. I think both these teams are kind of average, or below average, really, and it might show itself on the field. The question in, in Steak Sandwich City is, what's the story with Matt Stafford? Played a nice game, got hurt at the end. Chase Daniel. I'm pretty had sure to come you thought he play. was going to be big last year, right, or last week? He, 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 he played. He played a real nice game and came up with in concussion protocol. So, you and I did say he was going to have a nice game. He had a very nice fantasy game. He had more points than my man Deshaun Watson. But which way are we going to go? What are we going to do at quarterback? Big question mark. Adrian Peterson, um, I'm sorry, no thank you. DeAndre Swift, we've been talking about him for a few weeks. I know he's not on your waiver wire anymore. But the man who's going to score a touchdown in Detroit is carry on my wayward son, Johnson. The long forgotten former high draft pick, carry on Johnson, 75 yards, one touchdown, maybe two. No one's going to pick him up. No one cares. Just to show you what Michi knows and you don't. TJ Hawkinson is a nice ball player. Depending on the status of Matthew Stafford, I am either starting or sitting Hawkinson. I think 24 points wins this game. 
And I think it'll be a little bit sloppy. I think it'll be a little slow. I think there'll be more more punts than extra points. And um, it's just going to be one of those games. I want a steak sandwich. I'm in Detroit. I'm going to start a fire in the house. And I'm going to relax, watch a ball game, um, two old-time NFL teams, and really wish I was in Miami. Miami. Game over. Okay, there you go. Sunday game 1 over. o'clock game, um, a game nobody wants to see. Not a lot of see. fantasy love there. Not a lot of fantasy love in this game. It's uh, um, If you got Washington, you got the wide receiver. The um the wide re- the wide receiver in Detroit the little Megatron is yeah. hurt he's not playing the quarterback is fifty fifty and I just can't be I can't express what's going to happen with so many unknowns that's just bbd bbd where are we going next bbd bbd so Mitchie when we keep when we keep going through the lightning round I want you to give me a number between uh, one and six hundred and fifty seventy two all right seventy two that's what we're gonna be doing here for this one as we head even farther north to the almost frozen tundra it's gonna start getting cold everybody don't let that warm weather fool you from last week you're gonna get sick everybody's gonna get sick and the green bay packers and aaron Rodgers on my bench is gonna be hosting whatever's left of the jacksonville jaguars Mishy's going to talk about it for three minutes, and I'm going to dial up tone number 72, starting right now. Go ahead. Oh, here we go. All right. My clock is ticking, too. I was just like dancing to the music. Oh, there you go. My bad. My bad. And uh, the weather in Green Bay will be Green Bay weather. It'll probably be 38 degrees at game time. Jacksonville found themselves a, a rookie quarterback last week who uh, made a few people look very silly. And the idea that Luke or Jake Luton is a fantasy player this week against the Rams in the cold doesn't exist. The fantasy trust is on my surprise and my current rookie of the year candidate, James Robinson, an undrafted rookie who just dominates snaps. Fantasy football perfection because he is the only guy touching the ball for the most part, running, catching, doing everything for Jacksonville. You got DJ Chark, what are you going to do? You got James O'Shaughnessy, what are you going to do? Jimmy! Jimmy, we're not starting you or DJ this week. Oh, I think Jimmy. that the I think the Green Bay team is going to uh, put a little bit of clamp down on Jacksonville. I would still start James Robinson with confidence, straight up on the volume. And as far as the Green Bay Packers, so Mr. Cabasa, do the Packers want to win a Super Bowl this year? What's going on in Green Bay? No, they don't. They they want to make it to the playoffs. Maybe they want to make it to the division around. Maybe the championship game, but I don't think they're going to make it to the championship game. Aaron Rodgers has been dominant. Aaron Jones is coming back and is a great football player. Devontae Adams is possibly the best wide receiver in football. Why can't the Green Bay Packers play deep, deep and make a Super Bowl run? I don't know. Aaron Rodgers, 38 fantasy football points last week. Book them. Book them. Book them. Start him with confidence. This week, there is no Patrick Mahomes. So I know you, Mr. Kabasa. You're all on the man with the uh, 
with his State Farm belt buckle sort of thing going on there. Aaron Rodgers must start. Devontae Adams, of course, a must start. Your man, Alan Lazard, is a touchdown maker this week. You're in a little pinch with uh, injuries, COVID, and assorted other silliness. Alan Lazard is your free agent pickup. He's available everywhere. Robert Tonin, the surprise uh, tight end, did nothing last week, as you heard here. Going to do nothing this week. Aaron Jones, touchdown maker, one in the air, one on the ground. Aaron Rodgers is throwing two or three. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to throw two, run one in, and the Packers are going to dismantle Jacksonville in a very convincing fashion, probably 34 to 20. And there's your fantasy love, and Green Bay keeps on a rolling. Green Bay keeps on rolling. Michigan, I'm going to take a fly. Jack- I'm going to take a flyer right here. I'm going to take a flyer right here, buddy. Right. I'm going to put some. I'm going to put something some- down on this. I'm okay, gonna, I'm calling, I'm gonna here, call, I'm gonna call an upset against my own starting quarterback. I'm gonna say the Jacksonville Jaguars are gonna shock the world. And Aaron Rodgers is gonna have his game. He's gonna have a great game. But you know what? In the end, Jacksonville came to play. They don't care about Aaron Rodgers, so Jake, and they're going to win. So Jake Luton is the second coming, and Mr. Cabasa says you're in a pinch. You're confused about Cam and Cam, Cam Newton. Mr. Luton is your play. Las Vegas sees this game as 12 and a half points favorite <laughs> for the Packers. So you're telling me, Mr. Kilboss, yes, you're going to take, you want Jacksonville outright, or yep. do you want a piece of them 12 and a half points? Jacksonville to win the game, Mishy. I am flying you to Miami, not in your private jet, but I will get my timeshare jet to pick you up, and I will fly you to Miami or anywhere you want to go if that happens. And pay for All everything. Right. For a trip to anywhere and in the continental United States? Any, and as long as as long as the pilot will take you there, uh, it's covered. And on my end, Mr. Kibasa, yeah. I want one thing from you. I want the biggest hunk of cheddar cheese that Wisconsin makes. Okay. You're on. I know it's not it's not apples to apples, it's not dollars to it's dollars. It's dollars to it's, donuts. It's dollars to donuts. Ooh. Did you hear about the new Krispy Kreme, Mr. Cabasa? Uh, Why don't you tell me about it? Caram- I think they're drenching them in like this caramel thing. You're a big caramel and, guy, uh, right? Well, you can say caramel, I'll say caramel. Well, that's all and, you, what, is that what they say. Do they say car- caramel in New Jersey? I haven't been to New Jersey in quite a while, but uh, I'll ask somebody. Well, in Florida? Uh, in Florida, they say caramel. Yeah, we say caramel. Like your you know, aunt Carmel, it, my aunt Carmel. Yeah, well, everyone has an aunt Carmel, but uh, you know they got some Krispy Kremes with some caramel on them, mm. and uh, I want one. I want a. I want a twelve pack of those too, along with the cheese. I'll give you a baker's dozen for it. Oh, fantastic! Let's get the heck out of Green Bay. It's going to be twenty degrees. Where All right, next? give me another number, and I'll give you another football game, Mishy. Three, three, seven, two. Dialing it up to three, seven, two. Everybody, as we head. Back to the swamps of Jersey. Oh, another ugly game that, hey, maybe just will turn out to be a better game than people think because the Giants, hey, they lose games, but they're in games now. And Philadelphia, hey, they're winning a couple games here and there. I don't know. what are they? They're sitting on top of the NFC least at 3-4-1. Nice work, Philadelphia. Can't wait to see you guys in the playoffs, Michi. Well, we're going to talk about it for three minutes. What was that number you gave me? 
Uh, I think I said uh, 317. 317, you got it. That's the recorder. Tell me when it's playing. It's, it's playing right now, and we'll just go ahead and Sounds start the clock too. right Sounds now. Good too. All right, Philadelphia's getting healthy, Mr. Kilbasa. Yeah. Carson Wentz is getting some of their weapons back. The running back is coming off an injury. You drafted him high. You're going to plug him. You're going to play him. Um, there is there is conversations in Philadelphia that this team is going to turn a corner. I don't buy it. Carson Wentz, I love you to death. I think you're tough as nails. You are throwing a touchdown pass to Jalen Rieger. Everyone get your crowns out. Crayons. R-E-A-G-E-R. Mission, why do we need the crayons? Why can't I, we get a I, I use, um, because I save my pencils for, uh, you know, like when I take notes and stuff. But crayons, they they're big, they're colorful. You can put them on the wall and you can see them really easily. Fair enough. That's that's it. I use crayons. I've always used crayons. I've colored outside the lines of crayons most of my life, and I continue to approach things that way. And that's why it's crayons. There you go. Carson Wentz, one touchdown, two touchdowns. Go ahead. Jalen Rieger, Dallas Goddard, everyone. Dallas Goddard is coming off the IR. I don't expect him to be a big player. I expect him to be a touchdown maker. 47 yards and a touchdown. If you're in a pinch, he's going to score more points than Jimmy Graham. He's going to score more points than half the tight ends in the league. If someone was silly enough to release him, find him. Plug him in and start him. I don't see uh, – I, I see the Philadelphia defense scoring 10 fantasy points, Mr. Kielbasa, because the Giants' offense is still very suspect. In the Meadowlands, Daniel Jones is either a great player or the worst player, and he does that in every game. In this game, I think Philadelphia is going to come in to beat him up, and I think Daniel Jones is going to rise to the occasion. Darius Slayton, touchdown maker. Sterling Shepard. 10 catches for a buck 10 and for a dollar Sterling Shepard is a touchdown maker. Wow. Evan Ingram's going to Evan Ingram is going to contribute but I don't trust him. Daniel Jones is throwing two, running one in and much like the MO in the NFC least, the team that makes the last mistake is going to lose. And in this instance, I'm calling for the Giants to beat the Eagles. To upset the apple cart mm. and 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 just make that trip down 95 if there were fans in the game. But if you were going back down the Jersey Turnpike back to Philadelphia, you'd be cursing your team out because the Giants are going to win this ball game and it's going to be very close. I would say Graham Gano is going to kick a field goal with less less than 10 seconds in the game that will be the deciding factor in this ball game. Mm. Give me the Giants. Screw the Eagles. They're going to go to three and five. The Giants will have three wins. And it's a toss up for the NFC least. And it couldn't happen to a better division. Couldn't it, could, it. Wouldn't it be great if the if the Giants ended up winning the NFC East? That'd be the greatest thing ever. At, at they come in and they go seven and nine and win the NFC East and make the playoffs. That'd be great. Mr. Kibasa, you and I are showing up to get taped and get treatment and go to practice at the same time. We are going nuts with the phrase, why not us? What do we have to do? And I believe that the Giants are going to come up with that Jersey mentality of we're going to solve this and get through this somehow, some way. And I, and for a dollar, I'm going to call my friends in Vegas. I'm going to take the Giants to win the, and my long-term bet to win the NFC least. 
Why That's not? It. Why not? Why not us? All and right. as a ball player, we'd get pumped. We'd start chanting, singing, clapping. We'd have the best practices of the year this week. And I'm looking at Daniel Jones over there, on, and I'm playing defense, and I'm laughing at him. I'm saying, Daniel, you got this. I'm bringing my best in practice, and you got this. And I'll buy him cookies. I'll buy him Krispy Kremes. I'll buy him whatever he needs to get to get through this. But Daniel Jones is going to play the best game of his career, and it's just going to be enough to beat Philadelphia this week. Wow. Try not no to trip over the uh, eight-yard eight line there, Danny Boy. No, no, no tripping on the lines in the grass this time. He's not going to rip off a 75-yarder, but he will run a touchdown in from nine yards. It's going to be a close game in the sense that it's going to come down to the end and there's going to be points scored. But I think the Giants will prevail, and all the fake noise in the Meadowlands is going to be very loud with all the fake noise. I wish they had cardboard. I wish they had cardboard cutouts out there, but they don't. Yeah. Yeah, all the famous mafia people buried in the Meadowlands can have their cardboard cut out. Next question. Where are we going next, Mr. Phil? Well, we're not going back to Jersey because the Jets are on a bye, thankfully. (laughs) But we will get funky with the number. 77. 77. 77. We're dialing it up on the Casio brand new keyboard in the song. And as we head on out. We're going to head on down to Funky Carolina because that's what they like to do in Carolina. They like to get funky. And Tom Brady coming off the biggest ass kicking of his career is going to be angry. The Buckaroonies and the Panthers. Let's talk about that. For three minutes, start now, and let's look at the jazz organ, too. <laughs> While we do, go ahead. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Tom Brady and the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers showed their true self last week, Mr. Kilbasa. Um, they'll have great weeks, but they'll have crap weeks. They showed up last week like a team not ready to play football. They showed up like... Antonio Brown was going to be a savior and he's just a spare heart. They're they're a mess. And sitting at the top of the division, no, not anymore because they had a bad week, but they're sitting at six and three. And they're traveling to the three and six Carolina Panthers who have a bit of hard luck, but have been playing some really good football. Um, as you know, Christian McCaffrey came back last week, and if you haven't heard, Mr. McCaffrey is not playing in Week Ten. He has a shoulder injury. Mike Davis is your guy. Oh, Mike I Davis. Would, my V. Mike wow. Davis saved your bacon earlier in the season, and he's about to save your bacon in Week Ten. Um, Teddy Bridgewater has been completely surprising and growing more and more comfortable in this offense. Another 25-plus performance by Mr. Bridgewater. Touchdowns again are going to go to Mr. Davis, Mr. Moore, Mr. Anderson, and the un, un, unshockingly untalented Ian Thomas. Because I thought he had a lot of talent going into this year. Ian Thomas is a touchdown maker. The Carolina Panthers are going to outpoint the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you ran five running plays from scrimmage. If I heard the stat correctly, that's the lowest amount since 1925 or something like that. It hasn't happened in 50 years. Um, 
and the Tampa Bay teams got a little bit of trouble. I would expect Ronald Ronald Jones to touch the ball. I was wrong last week. I would expect Mr. Fournette to touch the ball. I was wrong last week. I can't be, they can't be wrong this week. However, with that approach, they can't go point for point with a suddenly potent Carolina offense. The wide receiver room. Hey, uh, Mike Evans, how you feel about Antonio Brown coming in? Whatever you want, coach. Hey, Chris Godwin, how you feel about Antonio Brown coming in? Whatever you want, coach. Scotty Miller, same question. I'm just glad to be on the team, coach. The truth of the matter is Antonio Brown is the cancer that needs to get cut out. They just brought him in the house. Tampa Bay is going to lose this game, and their bet on Antonio Brown is going to backfire. Rob Gronkowski, we said last week no touchdowns for Gronkowski. Gronkowski played his worst game dropping the ball that I've ever seen him play, and we're going to call that the Antonio Brown backfire. Bruce Arians is a bright coach. He's a really good coach. But I think they missed the boat here. And we're going to watch uh, Tampa Tom and the rest of the Buccaneers season kind of get steamrolled by the Carolina Panthers this week. Oh. And, and it couldn't happen to a better club. Listen, you can't win football games with strictly superstars and ego. And Carolina is playing an unselfish brand of football. Their main man, McCaffrey, has come back and gone down. They will overcome, and they will beat Tampa Bay this week. America, put a dollar on it. Call me up. I'll bet you a dollar on this. I'm going to bet you. I'm going to bet you because I'm taking Tampa Bay all day, Michi. I'm taking Tampa Bay all day, and I'll tell you what we're going to take it for. I'm going to take it for three slabs of mustard-based barbecued ribs straight out of South Carolina. There you go. I can do that. Straight I up. can make a phone call. I can make one phone call and have a plane bring it to you. Done deal. You got it. And I don't want points. I don't want to know about the points because that's not what we're talking. We're talking pro football and we're talking fantasy love. And in Tampa, who's the touchdown maker? Who? Tell me who the touchdown maker is in Tampa this week, Mr. Cabal. Antonio Brown. Everybody's getting his first one. And you know what else he's going to do, Mitchie? He's going to get his second one. (laughs) Two touchdowns for the kid that nobody likes anymore. There you and go. I'm one of them, and I'm calling them the cancer, and we're done. We're done. Can we get out of Crackalaka, and where are we going next? Okay. Where we're going for Crackalaka, we're going to keep on keeping on because we're going down to where the sun always shines, but we're going down where there's too many Cubans. <laughs> Let's hit it, Miami Dolphins. Hey, they're a football team, and they got two attackly about Leogla. And they're welcoming another young upstart quarterback, the Chargers from Los Angeles, and the Miami Dolphins at the 405 Eastern Time game. This should be, this has got the makings of a fun game, Michigan. We're going to talk about it for three minutes after you give me a number. Five, two, two. Five, two, two. Dialing it up on the Casio, Michigan. Go ahead, bro. I feel you. And the San Diego Chargers is a hard luck team in pro football. They play really good football. They can't finish. Joey Bose is a hundred million dollar. Joey Bose, one of the Bose boys, is a hundred million dollar player. Can't finish the game. This week, he's probably not playing. 
things are not going well for the uh, formerly team formerly known as the San Diego Chargers. Justin Herbert is a fantasy football find. You got him, you're going to start him. You're going to be very disappointed this week. Keenan Allen was a high draft choice. You got him, you're going to start him. He's going to be a disappointment this week. Hunter Henry is catching a touchdown for the San Diego Chargers. And the question in San Diego is, when is Austin Eckler coming back? A top three draft pick in, in terms of running backs, top five running back in the beginning of the season, depending on your league. He will not play this week. The Chargers are a mess. Joshua Kelly, the high draft pick, nothing. He lost a touchdown to a, a guy who's been cut three times this year, Kalen Ballage. And Ballage. my goodness... What a great name, but uh, the Chargers are in big trouble, and their season is fading fast. If it weren't for my Jets, they'd be looking at a very, you know, number one draft pick. As for your Miami Dolphins in the 305, what a pleasant surprise coming out, playing a really nice game last week, getting a W in the desert. Tua Tagala, yes, that's his name. Tua is a nice ball player. He carried the team to victory. The problem in, in Miami is who are the healthy running backs? The problem in Miami is who are the healthy wide receivers? And the answer is Devontae Parker on an island. If you got Devontae Parker this week, America, put him in your starting lineup, watch a top three Devontae Adams-like performance at, of Devontae Parker. He is going to be the best offensive player on the field. Mike Kosicki might catch one touchdown. He is going to catch 88 yards. And the Dolphins are going to win this ballgame. Um, the Dolphins are going to win this ballgame because the Chargers defense sucks. <laughs> and that's the bottom line. That's the and, bottom line. And, and in fantasy football, you look for you look for some of that. You, you pick Tua up off your fantasy football wire. I'm here to tell you, two or three touchdowns. 250 to 275 yards, 20 of them on the ground, and he may just run one in. Tua could be a top, sneaky top 10 fantasy quarterback this week. And the Dolphins' defense against that particular uh, version of the Los Angeles Chargers, to me, is a starting defense in fantasy football. Mishy, are you telling me that the Dolphins are going to score a defensive touchdown this week? Yes, I'm telling you, the Dolphins are going to be the third team There's to score a fantasy DT touchdown D this of the week. week. Number two, got three even because I got Tennessee, Cleveland, and the oh, Dolphins. Yeah, Tennessee, I missed Tennessee. Okay, well that's okay. We were working hard in the beginning. The <laughs> um the Dolphins are going. Dolphins are going to find a way to win this game by double digits, and Herbert's going to put up points out of fantasy points out of necessity, but it's not going to be winning football. Um, the Chargers are bad. Um, we like we love their coach, but there, there's something really stinky in Los Angeles, and it's not just you know the water supply or whatever else they do out there. It's the Chargers. My goodness, Dolphins win this game. Um, Buffalo shakes and bakes and drops anything moving forward. Miami's going to be in a position to pounce. They're sitting at five and three. They're going to go to six and three. And who would have thunk it? Only Michi in the sausage shot before the season. Thank you very much. Where are we going next, Mr. Kilbasa? <laughs> Let's go to a big game with the Buffalo Bills heading on out. 
to the desert to take on the Arizona Cardinal. Oh, man, Arizona sitting at five and three. Oh man, the Buffalo Bills high atop the AFC East. But what happened to their quarterback last week? Is he going to be okay? I don't know. But let's hear. Let's get a tone number in here, Mishy. Oh, um, we're going two four zero. We're going to tone number two forty. It takes a while to dial down that bar, but that's all right. Oh, straight up violins. Okay, for the Arizona Cardinals and the Buffalo Bills. Mishy, let's talk about it for three minutes starting Ganawa. Well, the violins are very appropriate for the Buffalo Bills because they've been dancing and flirting and playing good ball, playing bad ball. The violins this week are going to be for the Buffalo team. Arizona's winning this ballgame. And Josh Allen is playing. Um, Devin Singletary is a fantasy draft pick. He's a bust. Um, Zach Moss is your, is your latest love affair. No love this week. The touchdown maker is Stefan Diggs. The touchdown maker is your man, Cole Beasley. He's not my man. So, jo- yeah, he is for argument's sake. Josh Allen throwing two, running one, and it's not going to be near enough for a motivated Arizona team at home. Kyler Murray's probably the best fantasy football quarterback in the world right now. I'd have to check, but for a dollar to a donut, he is obviously a must-start. DeAndre Hopkins, here's the most interesting thing, Mr. Cavasa. In the last two weeks, if you were going to pick a wide receiver, would you pick DeAndre Hopkins, or would you take Christian Kirk of the Arizona Cardinals? Mm. We know you're taking you're taking Mr. Hopkins. Mr. Hopkins, 30, fantasy, 30 yards total last week. Christian Kirk, over 100 and a touchdown. Christian Kirk, three touchdowns over the last two games. Mr. Hopkins is acting like he needs a haircut. This week, Mr. Hopkins is going to take care of business and become the dominating player. 12 catches, a buck 20, two touchdowns. Kyler Murray's running one in. America's wondering, hey, I got Kenyon Drake. Is he hurt? Michigan, is he coming back? He's back in practice, Kenyon Drake. In my heart and in my mind, he is not playing this week. So Chase Edmonds becomes your must start. I think that the Arizona team is scoring 28 to 31 points against a raggedy ass Buffalo defense, and they're going to win the game by six to 10 points. Hello? Uh, What is that? That is, that is Kyler Murray saying, I'm the top fantasy football quarterback in football, and I am scoring 34 fantasy points this week. That's unheard of. No, it's not. The kid is, the kid is super talented. And he is going the way he is going to scramble and his controlled scrambles. There is no doubt in my mind, Kyler Murray will be the leading passer in this game as well as the leading rusher in wow. this game. Shades of Mike Vick, okay? Yeah. And shades, just shades. And this is going to be a uh, dominant performance by Mr. Murray. He's kind of pissed off. I've read uh, the local reports, and I spoke to a couple people out there in the desert. And they are not happy with the way that game went against Miami last week. A lot of fun to watch for us fans. No bueno for the Arizona football team. And they're going to come out and prove a point. Buffalo's going to drop a game. And all of a sudden, they're going to turn around and say, hmm, here here we are. Miami's going to catch us. Um, Josh Josh Allen's not scoring 40 fantasy points. He's scoring 24, 25, 26. 
Murray's Murray's the best player on the on the field, and it's going to show. And that's the way that game is going to go. The uh, the idea that Arizona's come to play um, is to me very real, and it's time they start playing better football, winning a game at home, keeping pace with the Seahawks, keeping the Rams off their backs. And they're uh, they're a playoff team, and uh, I think Buffalo might be feeling a little bit too big for themselves, and they're not going to win this game. I still say Miami's winning the AFC East, and deep, 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 deep. That's the way it's going to go. It's hard for anybody to give credit to the Buffalo Bills, but hey, we don't have to give them anything except cogent analysis from Michi. And meanwhile, let's head out. To La La Land because the Rams are hosting the Seahawks. That's going to be a fun, fun game to watch, I think. This is two two teams that should be doing better, they think. A couple games better than they are doing, Michi. The Rams and the Seahawks. Let's talk about it for three minutes. My number is nine. 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 got it. Dialing all the way down to nine. I think that's going to be a piano. Oh, the piano for the Seattle Seahawks. Their offense is so nice. Their defense is so bad. Russell Wilson needs to carry the show, and he is really lucky. He's got Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Against the tough Rams defense, the Seahawks might be in a little bit of trouble this week. They got beat on the road. They're on the road again. Russell Wilson, you got him. You're going to start him. You got Lockett. You got Metcalf. You're going to start him. The question is, at running back? The rumor mill is Chris Carson is going to run eventually this week. Well, the, uh, the real fact of the matter is that's a bunch of crap because Chris Carson's foot is going to be fucked for another two weeks. And if you got him on your team, stash him. Look for one of the backups, DJ Dallas. Alex Collins, oh my gosh, Richard Penny's about to come off the uh, pup list. But your main man, my main man out there, Chris Carson, is not going to be seen for a couple weeks, and it's going to cost him. Russell Wilson, three touchdowns. Book it. Metcalf, one. Tyler Lockett's week for one. And I'm going to give DJ, DJ Dallas a receiving touchdown. So Russell Wilson will put up his numbers. Have your fantasy love there. Um, I don't think that they're going to win this ballgame. Because they can't stop anything. And if you have um, Jared Goff somewhere on your bench, Jared Goff's going to have the best game of the year. He's going to throw for 350-plus yards, four touchdowns. And his numbers are going to be second to only uh, the kid in Arizona this week, Kyler Murray. Jared Goff is a great start this week. Touchdowns from Robert Woods. Cooper Cup showed up with a little bit of injury. Have no fear. Cooper Cup will be there. Josh Reynolds is going to score a touchdown. And Tyler Higby is going to score a touchdown. And Jared Goff is throwing four of them. The Rams defense is going to put a hit on whomever one of these backup running backs are. Jar it loose. Pick it up. Rumble. Take that fumble for a touchdown, and the Rams is another defense that's going to score a touchdown this week. Find them, pick them up, win your fantasy football game, and that's what's going to happen. And that's what's going to happen in that game, Mr. Kabasa. The Rams are going to kill them. 
A lot of fantasy love, but the Rams are going to kill him. A lot of fantasy love in La La Land, and Mishy just breaks it down like nobody else can. Mishy. Yeah. Yes, sir. We're trudging on and trudging through a great game. That's going to be a great game, and this game, I don't know. This might be another game, but we don't know if this is going to be a good game or not because we're going to head straight out of town, and we're going to head straight over and down and up and over between underneath to the Superdome where the New Orleans Saints Reports of Drew Brees' demise might be greatly exaggerated because they're going to be welcoming those San Francisco 49ers in an NFC Championship rematch. Is that that believe so? Um, whatever's left of the San Francisco 49ers, it ain't much. But the uh, Saints seem to be getting their shit together at the right time this year. Why don't we talk about number I'm going to call number 253. 253 coming up on your Casio keyboard. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got a nice little synth synth tone there. And we'll talk about this for three minutes, Mishy. The, uh, the 49ers are in must-win mode. They were so bad and so injured and so much difficulty with their ball club. Traveling all the way to New Orleans. Who, um, I am one of those Drew Brees doubters, and when the Butcher Block made her humbleness and commentary towards the uh, Drew Brees and how we were wrong about him, I had my hand up and said, that was me. Drew Brees, congratulations. We still think you're old. This week against the 49ers, um, I'm calling for the upset. I'm calling for a team that's not supposed to win to win. I'm calling for the 49ers to scuffle, get it together, because Debo Samuel should be coming back. Because Brandon Ayuk is going to play. And those two guys are very dynamic. And I like each of them to be touchdown makers. I like Nick Mullins to be a one tough SOB quarterback and keep San Francisco in this ballgame. Who's running the ball? Jamakel Hasty. Who he else didn't is do shit the last week. He did absolutely. It was a, it was a really bad game for San Francisco. He's a sixty yard guy. May find the end zone, but I'm really thinking Jared McKinnon is going to be a touchdown maker this week. I think the 49ers are getting a little bit healthier in the defensive backfield, and I think last week was an aberration. And I I really like the way the Saints played that game, but I think the 49ers are going to be ready, willing, and able. Drew, Blee, Drew Brees, 25-plus points this week. Yes or no, Mr. Kabasa? Mm, yes. Michael Thomas going to come off and be a touchdown maker? Do you think he's finally got his shit together? He's, he got over himself and he's he, going to play some football I, now? I would hope so, but I'm not buying it. I'm buying Emmanuel Sanders to be a touchdown maker. Okay. Now, the whole world drafted, now, the whole world drafted Michael Thomas as their number one guy at wide receiver. Um, he's still going to get you your double-digit fantasy points, maybe 100 yards. You know, is he going to catch a touchdown? I'm giving my love to Emmanuel Sanders. I'm giving my love to Alvin Kamara to be the main cog for one more time. And I'm telling you, San Francisco knows this. They're going to take Kamara away. And for that reason, Latavius Murray is my touchdown maker in this game. I think the Saints are going to fall behind a little bit early. 
They're going to scuffle. They're going to kick too many damn field goals. Will Lutz is a must-start America. That's what that means. Yeah. And I think when push comes to shove, San Francisco is going to win this game by a point or two and let the questions and the doubters come back because in everyone's mind's eye, New Orleans is going to win this game. And Michi's here to tell you that's not going to happen. San Francisco's going to take care of business. Wow. And I'll tell you, and I'll tell you one more thing. I'm going to bang a gong on that to make it just to prove my uh, just prove my sincerity there, Mr. Kavasa. Get it on. Bang a gong. So so Kamara, you think you're going to get something? You're going to lose your fantasy football game because he's he's going to get keyed on. It's going to be very interesting. You got Latavius Murray buried somewhere. Take Yishi's advice. Find a way to start him. Um, and I like Emmanuel Sanders. I think the Saints are going to be underwhelming on offense this week. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a very interesting game because uh, all the Drew Brees apologists are out in full force. And quite frankly, we saw we saw Tom Brady suck uh, some serious dog last week. Wow! This week we're gonna see we're gonna see Drew Brees suck some serious dog. Wow! Yep, that's just I don't I don't doesn't make me happy saying it. it yeah, it does. Just it makes you extremely no, happy saying it. No, I'm I listen. I root for all these guys to be great, but there's every once in a while, Michi sees the differences. Michi sees the touchdown makers. She sees the success and the failure set up. And this week, the Saints are set up for failure at home. I know it's not popular. You're turning off your internet right now saying you're never going to listen to this program again. And when it's all said and done, you're going to say, Michi, that's why you're America's commissioner. That's, Where are we going next? That's right, boss? Michi. <laughs> he knows. He knows what's going on. We're going to go from the big easy to the big sleazy and AFC North <laughs> AFC North oh, ugly ugly battle probably one of the ugliest matchups that you'll ever see in the National Football League and I'm hoping that Mitch is going to tell us this is going to be an upset because I need those goddamn fucking undefeated fucking Stillers to lose to the upstart Cincinnati Bengals, Michi. Oh, come on, Bengals. We need we need it for three minutes starting now, bro. 279, Mr. Kilbox. 279 on the Casio. Toes. Take it a while, get down there. Let's see what we got. Here. 279. This this is this is Joe Burrow's coming out party. Yay. Mr. Gabasa, you made a comment a, mi- a minute ago that said to me, uh, Mishy, you gonna call an upset here too? America, Uh-oh. the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals are going to win their third game of the year. The Steelers are going to go to eight and one, and that's just the way the world is going to be. Joe Burrow is going to be the best player on the, the best player in this game. As you know, Ben Roethlisberger should have been broken half last week with that injury, but he's too dumb to hurt. He's too dumb to and, hurt. And he went on to have a fantasy fantasy game that beat me last week Mr. Gabasa so oh. it is an instance 
it is an instance where um, this is going to be a, a, a very good ball game. Joe Burrow is, again, the best player, touchdown maker. He's throwing touchdowns to Tyler Boyd. He's throwing a touchdown to A.J. Green. He is throwing a touchdown to Drew Sample, and he is running one in. Joe Burrow has announced himself as the next best quarterback in the AFC North. Big Ben is on a COVID list. Big Ben has a bad knee. The Pittsburgh Steelers have, are in big trouble with whomever that backup quarterback is because, you know, his, his name is Mason Rudolph. Ugh. James Conner had a very off week last week. It's going to continue. It's time for him to slide. Benny Snell's going to get more touches and more yards. Really? Juju Smith, yes. Juju Smith-Schuster, that's all right. I'll try this again. Benny Snell Jr. is going to get more fantasy points than James Conner this week. Hmm. Juju Smith-Schuster has shown himself to be someone who is never going to be invited to my house. Um, tried to step on the star like Terrell Owens, trying really hard to be an Instagram sensation. Juju, screw you. You're playing with Mason Rudolph, and you're going to disappear. Deontay Johnson is the best receiver on that team. Eric Ebron is the next best receiver on that team. I like both of those men to be touchdown makers. But it's coming from Mason Rudolph, and it's not going to be enough. Cincinnati is a nice football team with a good coaching staff and a great rookie quarterback. The Bengals are pulling this upset. Joe Burrow is going to drive you with 30-plus fantasy points to a victory. Start him with confidence. And I'll tell you what, enjoy this ballgame because Mr. Kabasa made his references as to the crappy-ass matchup. And I'm here to tell you, this is going to be one heck of a ball game, the shocker of the week. And I've called a couple of them. The week of upsets continue. Take the Bengals, take the points, take the Steelers to go eight and one. And happy dance for anyone who is starting Joe Burrow and the men I just mentioned. What because about, you're going to win your fantasy football game. What about my man Les Claypool playing the base for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, you know, they're going to put in someone play bump and run on him. He's a great, he's great young talent, but he's playing with Mason Rudolph this week. Again, Roethlisberger with a knee, Roethlisberger on the COVID list. And I'll give one more caveat out there to you Steeler fans and or Bengal fans. The coach there, Mr. Tomlin has a standing policy in Pittsburgh. If you don't practice, you don't play. And that. In my coaching time, I had that same philosophy, and I stuck with it. And if my best players couldn't practice, they just didn't play. And we're going to find out what kind of locker room Mr. Tomlin really keeps. Because if he keeps by his word, Big Ben's not playing this week. Be prepared to take him out of your starting lineup. Even though he won you a game last week, be prepared. And Mr. Tomlin's, uh, again, Mr. Tomlin as a head coach is going to be tough as nails. And I'm of the opinion Roethlisberger's not playing. If that were to change and he were to acquiesce and Mr. Roethlisberger would be to play this game, Tomlin just just wiped out 12 years or however long he's been a coach of standards in Pittsburgh. And that's going to be a bigger problem. So based on those two things, Pittsburgh's in a no-win situation in my eyes. Wow. Okay. And upset central. Upset central. Right here, right now. Cincinnati is going to introduce themselves. For all you people who play in uh, keeper leagues, I sure hope you got Joe Burrow on your team. That's all I want to say about that.
because the kid is nice. Where are we going next, Mr. Kilbasa? Okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pick an I'm gonna pick a number early. Can I pick number one two two? One hundred and twenty-two on the tone of death, the tone wheel of death. That's gonna get you. It's one twenty-two. Oh, a twelve-string guitar. <laughs> you don't oh, find that us. on many. Uh, you don't find that on many things there, but okay, <laughs> we're gonna head straight out of that of Pittsburgh as soon as we can. I real quick pretend that I have the right screen up here and I don't (laughs) (laughs) We got uh we got Baltimore New England Kibasa I believe that's the last Sunday Baltimore New England on a Sunday Nitro. Alright. Another game where I'm hoping that you're gonna call for an upset here because we need a couple losses to go into the AFC North. All right, Mitchie, let's talk about this one for three minutes, starting now with the 12-string guitar. Uh, play that nice, you know, New England pastoral nonsense because, you know, New England needs pastoral nonsense. <laughs> pastoral they got nonsense. so... <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna make a note of that one and, and we're going to put that a chapter in one of the next books. The Baltimore Ravens have to win this game. They um they've been scuffling. They're six and two, and they're still scuffling a little bit. They won last week. They're still scuffling a little bit. You drafted the quarterback, the MVP. Must start against a crappy defense. My question to you, Mr. Kilbasa, is which of the running backs is going to deliver for the Baltimore Ravens? Is it going to be Gus Edwards? Or J.K. Dobbins. It's going to be which is my which is my big guy this week on my, on Sunday night. Johnny Kobasa Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins, you picked him up, stored him. Marquise Brown, Willie Sneed. Who's my touchdown maker? Blind Willie Sneed's going to come in. And Mr. Hot and Cold at tight end, your high draft pick, Ugh. one of the third, one of the top three tight ends taken, Mark Andrews. Good weeks, bad weeks is going to have a, a very good week this week. Two touchdowns for Mark Andrews. The no top way. tight end of the board. The top tight end on the board. And he's going to win you fantasy football games. Don't be thinking about putting Gesicki in. Don't be thinking about putting the superstar Jimmy Graham in. Stick with the man named Mark Andrews because this is his week. And, of course, Justin Tucker is an 8-12 to 12 fantasy football scorer. The New England Patriots are in big, big trouble. They beat my crappy-ass Jets oh. in the, the most untimely, the most ugly, the most New York Jet way possible. And Cam Newton had a nice fantasy game. His shoulder is banged up, not trusting him. Damian Harris, the, the rookie, the number one, set of cracked ribs, not trusting him. Too I'm not bad. trusting Rex Burkhead. I'm not trusting James White. At tight end, you got Jacoby and Myers. You heard about him here on the Sausage last week. Touchdown maker, not saying nothing. I'm thinking the New England Patriots are kicking three field goals in this game. And the rest of the game is the Baltimore Ravens in revenge and kick-ass mode. All you Patriot fans, turn the TV up early, do your laundry, make some chowder, do what you do, because... 
this is this is not going to be a pretty game, and the Baltimore Ravens are going to destroy them. Mr. Jackson, plus or minus 29 fantasy football points this week, Mr. Colossus. Minus. Yeah, the answer is plus. Dominant ball player. Two touchdowns, perhaps three in the air, one on the ground, 37 fantasy football points, as opposed to the 17 that he got last week. And the world is going to be right with the Ravens. The Steelers are going to lose. The Ravens are going to rise up. Cleveland's going to win. They're going to rise up. And the NFC North is going to get really tight as the temperature drops in the northeast, in the north, just the north in the middle of the country. Amazing. But Baltimore is going to kick their ass. Period. Period. I suppose you're right, Mishy. But you suppose? Let's see what their friends from Las Vegas say. The Ravens are giving. I know seven everybody's points. saying it. I just want to know because you know I go through these things and then I see what Las Vegas says after I'm done telling you what's going to happen. Yeah. And in this and in this time the Ravens are only giving seven points. Shit. Yeah. I would find a pro. I would find a proposition bet and make that sixteen and clean up. The Ravens are going to kill them, kill them. And I'm going to go so far as to say one more defensive touchdown and give it to the Ravens. Ravens are going to – I mean to tell you, New England is just not going to watch the second half of this game. It's a, it, They're going to kill them. So give me the Ravens as the next defensive touchdown. That's hey one, yo. two, three, four, five defensive touchdowns coming from Mishy's mouth to the, to the fantasy football gods. So that was Cleveland, uh, Miami, Tennessee – Baltimore Rams and, and the Rams, the Rams, LA Rams, lots of defensive touchdowns for you to feast on this week, America. Yeah. And they're going to win you your fantasy football games too. Now everyone knows you got the Ravens D you're going to start them. Everybody knows that, but for the rest of the world, I'm just filling you in. There you go. There you go. Number six, two, zero, please. Oh, we're going way up top there. Way up top of the tone. Let's I see. know you got your wrist tape, so everything will be okay. Ocarina. I don't even know what that means, but that doesn't matter because we're going to play it anyway. But what a great way to get to know your Casio keyboard with all kinds of tones. And the Monday Night Classic, Mishy, the NFC Norris Division, as somebody would refer yeah. to it as a battle yeah. for the Norris. What can we expect from this lovely game? Because the Chicago Bears in second place. Two games ahead of the Minnesota Vikings. It's a battle for mediocrity on Monday night. But this might be a fun game to watch, Mitch. The last game of the week for us. Bears, Vikings, two teams with a lot to prove, Mitch. Let's talk about it for an abnormal amount of time. Huh. Well, we got in his program in America. I told you about Kirk Cousins likes playing outside. He had a, three touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken, and a super football game. Um, I'm starting Adam Thielen. I'm starting Justin Jefferson if I need to. I'm starting Delvin Cook, of course, and I am starting Kirk Cousins one more time. My opinion is Minnesota wins this game. My opinion also is the Vikings have are another team with a defensive touchdown this week. Can you imagine? Can you keep track of these? That's okay. I got it covered. 
the defenses are going to win these kind of ball games for whatever reason. Minnesota plays Minnesota. Minnesota plays better outside, and Kirk Cousins plays better outside, and that's gonna that's gonna show itself again. And I like Minnesota to score twenty eight points this week or more. Meanwhile, what is going on in Chicago? That's the great question. Um, the quarterback Nick Foles is awful. Um, Mitchell Trubisky is hurt. Um, Montgomery, the starting running back, completely disappointing, is hurt with a concussion. He's not going to play. There's a guy named Ryan Nall. Raise your hand if you ever heard of him. I Are you ain't... starting him? No. Cordell Patterson is going to be the starting running back for the Bears. You want to take a completely insane fantasy football flyer? Pick up Cordell Patterson, touchdown maker this week. Jimmy Graham, seven passes, 80 yards, no touchdowns. Nick Foles is going to throw two interceptions, one touchdown, and that is to the superstar Jimmy Graham. Allen Robinson is going to do what a PPR wide receiver does. Um, eight catches, 85 yards, but no touchdowns this week. I think the Minnesota team is going to come into Chicago and handle a pretty much awful offense, and they're going to treat them miserably. And I think the Minnesota is going to win this ballgame. And Chicago, as we all knew earlier in the year, were smoking mirrors, and now they're going to prove it at home. I think uh, I think Minnesota is going to come in, take care of the business, and it's not going to be as competitive a game as people think. So, like them Vikings this week, everybody. Like them a lot, and I'm not fond of the Bears' chances this week. What do you think about that, Mr. Kilbaugh? I think that everybody's done with the Bears except the Bears. Let's see if they can find, find it within them themselves to do something. Everybody's sick of the Vikings except the Vikings. So he's got two teams with a lot to prove. It's going to be a nice matchup on a Monday night to round out Week 10 because we're in double digits, and that means it's going to be playoffs before we even – know it and (laughs) And the fantasy and the and the fantasy football playoffs before we know it so what i would like to what i'd like to do um is because the butcher was scuffling a little bit with her teams i'm going to take some of the crayon markings take some pictures i'm going to send it to the butcher get in touch with kibasa if you need a list of the touchdown makers or you're too lazy to write them down yourself we're playing winning fantasy football in week 10 bottom line Let's go get it, Mr. Kobasa. Let's go get it, Mishy. Thank you very much. He's that's why he proves it all night. He proves it all week. He hits the gong. He might hit the bomb. Who knows? You're hitting both of them because you're heading to your fantasy football playoffs. Mishy, great job as always, brother. What do you got to say for America? America, enjoy the pro game. Enjoy your fantasy football games. Follow these advices we're sharing with you. Watch the COVID list. Watch the waiver wire list. And and now that you've listened to us for a little bit, if you disagree, perfect. Trust your own instincts, but we're trying to help you move forward. And we are right here. So learn, grow. Uh, be independent-minded um, and enjoy the heck out of your fantasy football. Go get yourself a championship, kids. Let's go. That's right. Go get yourself anything you need to do and go get yourself a fucking mask because COVID is raging out of control right now. Stay home. 
for the rest of the month. Cancel your fucking Thanksgiving plans because it ain't going to be worth killing grandma for a little bit of time. We're all in it together, even though we all hate each other at this point. I hate you. I mean, not you, Michi, but I hate everybody else. And uh, you can all suck it because I'm going to win my game this week. Even if some people think it's a tie, you can take that to the bank because I know what I'm going to do. Even though I am totally screwed by bye weeks this week, i got to make some changes and I'm going to do it. On Fantasy Football Ferocity for Week 10, everybody. Thanks to the Butcher. Thanks to Michigan. And thanks to you, America. We'll see you next week.